Oh, hey there, I didn't see you come in. Welcome back to As a Meter of Fact. If you've listened to this podcast long, then you've probably heard us talk about CoServe's incredible linemen and the skills they use every day to get the job done. I mean, it's because of them that the lights stay on around here, right? But today we're gonna change things up. Not only will we be talking with CoServe crew supervisor Chris Hammonds, we'll also be tying in the episode with the January edition of TCP, that's Texas Co-op Power Magazine, as a part of the Think Alignment essay contest. To explain how it'll work, I wanna bring in the mastermind behind this cross-promotional episode slash tie-in, CoServe communication specialist, Nicholas Sakalaris. All right. Hey, thanks for having me on. Last year, we featured comments from our grown-up members thanking them for the work they did during some winter weather that we had. We thought this year it would be great to have our younger members contribute and get their comments published in the magazine. Having watched our crews work and watched them compete at the Texas Lineman Rodeo, they really are the best trained, most professional, and safety-oriented linemen around. So here's how it'll work. Here in a moment, I'll share a secret code word, which you'll include in your thank you letter. But it's not enough to just know the word. We want to know how many times it was said during the episode. But don't worry, knowing Derek, it won't be that hard to pick out. I'm gonna choose to take that as a compliment, but that sounds easy enough. So will you do the honors and share the secret code word for us then? The secret word is insulator. Yowie, wowie. Oh, and uh, just so you know, that first instance does count. What, yowie wowie? You're as subtle as ever, Derek. That actually kind of reminds me of an old children's show. Though I'm having a wee bit of trouble remembering. Ah, don't worry about that. Let's just get on with the show, shall we? I'm Derek Kirby, and this is As a Meter of Fact. First and foremost, let's set the stage. Chris Hammonds has been with CoServe for 25 years, beginning as a ground hand and then eventually working all the way up to crew supervisor. But while we have accompanied Chris and his crew as well as other lineman crews out in the field a time or two in the past, it's tough to really paint the picture as to what a normal day looks like for a CoServe lineman. Things move quickly when you're out in the field, so there's not a lot of time for chit-chat. So today, we'll see if we can draw back the curtain just a little bit. Thank you for joining us today, Chris, and welcome to the studio. I know we tagged along recently to a job your crew was working at the Aubrey substation, but for the sake of our listeners, could you tell us what your job looks like on a typical day? Yeah, a typical day. We, we get to work at 6.30, and we try to plan our day accordingly and give everybody location. We head to the job site, and then we go over tailboard, which is hazards, safety precautions, and all that, and PPE, and then give everybody a task, and then we get started. What's the most recent job your team worked, or perhaps a job they're working on currently? We had a uh, three-phase cabinet that got hit, so we had to backfeed the cabinet, kill it all out, isolate and ground it down, and then uh, change the uh, three-phase cabinet out. Mm, I understood some of those words. Could you explain it perhaps in simpler terms and how it'll benefit the members in that area? Uh, Backfeeding is sources coming in two different directions, so you can actually tie it together and kill one section out without interrupting any service. Uh, in the future, uh, it's going to benefit them from, uh, say, if there's outages, we can transfer everything over to that breaker, if possible, and then isolate the other one so we can work it all dead, which means quicker restoration. All right. Very good. Thank you. 
What would you say is your favorite part of the job? Is it a particular type of job, such as maintenance work or enhancements to our lines and system? Or is it a general sense of pride just serving our members even in difficult circumstances like an outage or the middle of the night? Uh, pretty much on a job, if it's either maintenance or if it's new build, you take pride in your work. And it's really good to get a job that's uh, brand new because it's all wide open and you don't have to worry about nothing else other than you can just build the line. And also like working thunderstorms because at the end of the day, you got everybody's lights back on and they're depending on you to get it back on. What part of your job would you say is the most dangerous? Uh, I'd say the most dangerous part of the job is, I'd probably say at nighttime, thunderstorms. And a lot of times, nighttime, there's car wrecks. If you get there and it's thunderstorms or whatnot, you got to get up in there and do it. So you get up there and you just got to keep your head in the game. And no matter what the circumstances are, I mean, you got to pay attention and get your job done safe. Could you tell us how your training and the personal protective equipment linemen wear keep you safe? Yeah, you got um, a hard hat and safety glasses and your PPE as far as your uh, rubber gloves and sleeves is to protect you basically like an insulator. From that, it insulates you from the power. Ooh, that's awfully close. Can we get a judge's ruling? N Nicholas, I'm asking. Can we get a, can we, can you rule on this? Yeah, I think that's fine. Excellent, double points. Oh, sorry about that, Chris. Uh, ba back to business. So what originally made you want to become a co-serve lineman? I had a couple friends that were linemen, and I had no clue what they did. Just they climbed poles, and I'm like, I want to climb poles, so here I am <laughs> 25 years later. Now, I imagine you don't get many recruits with a fear of heights enrolling in the lineman training program. Is that just something that the few who do come through with that have to work through, or is it just a general deterrent that keeps people from pursuing the job in the first place? Uh, that's one of the first things we ask during interviews is if you're scared of heights and then you send them after they're here just a little bit, we send them to a climbing school and then you'll know real quick if they're scared of heights, if they're going to make it or not. And a lot of them drop out right then because it's totally different on a pole. Mm. I'm curious, how much of a factor do nerves play when you're scaling a pole to deal with live wires or changing out a transformer or insulator? It depends on the wind and yourself. I mean, it, it can move real good, and, you know, by climbing a pole looking up with the clouds moving, it messes with your head. And then a lot of times people can't handle that. What then would you say is the most important skill for a lineman to have? Um, you got to have your head in the ball game. I mean, you go out there, you got to have your A game on no matter what you do because it could be in the middle of the day or middle of the night. I mean, you got to have your head there because there's no mistakes. Mm. Now, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this next question, but again, for the sake of our podcast and our listeners, have you ever taken part in a mutual aid effort to respond to a natural disaster like a hurricane or a major flood? Yeah, I've been to uh, several hurricanes, and then I actually went in 2017 to Bolivia. That They've been without power for years, and we restored, got them power there. I mean, that, it's really nice because then people there, they really appreciate you being there. And when you get their lights back on or get them power for the first time in years, they're really excited. Well, on a lighter note, your senior lineman team placed third at this year's Texas Lineman Rodeo. What was that experience like between the training and the competition itself in Seguin? Oh, it was nice. I've been there several years as a judge and first year to compete. And it was a good learning experience. And we did, we did pretty good. So ready for next year. 
What would you say is the most rewarding part of your job? The most rewarding part of my job is, uh, you know, it's about training people and see watching them advance in the program. And then also, you know, like I said, uh, during outages, putting a smile on people's face when their power comes back on and building new power line to places, the people that are waiting on it and excited that it's there. Hmm. What's something you think people, not just members, but the public at large, don't realize about the work linemen do? Essentially, if you could tell them one thing about the importance of your work, what would that be? Probably be to, um, they don't know what we go through on a daily basis and how many hours we've worked, and we're just trying to get our job done as safe as possible. And, and if it's the middle of the night, less distractions, the better off the lineman is. When you leave your house, you don't know how many calls or how long you're going to be out. So you just one call right after another, and it could be all night or it could be just a short period of time. But you just pretty much just keep going until it's done. I mean, you can't quit. I mean, they're, they're dependent on you to get the lights back on. So you just keep going. Very true. Well, thank you for your time, Chris. This has been really informative and given me a greater understanding and appreciation for the work your team does. Yes, sir. Hmm, not as many insulator ref- Whew, I did not think this through entirely. Can you just turn it off? Uh, no, I don't want to do that because then there won't be an easy way to count the instances for the code word. Oh, I got an idea. Let me try this real quick. Uh, if I can put the sound effect on a delay, we'll be able to get through this quick crash course in, uh, in those things. I didn't say the word, so it doesn't count. Uh, all right. Ah, there we are. So, insulators. We good? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So what are insulators exactly? Some newfangled energy drink guaranteed to give you the quiver shakes? Or perhaps that fuzzy pink stuff you find in the exterior walls of your home and attic? Nah, that's insulation. But they are critically important just the same. Insulators are those porcelain saucer-shaped devices that sit on top of utility poles and have power lines tied to them. This not only keeps the lines in place, but prevents electricity from reaching the pole itself. Why? Because porcelain is a natural insulator and does not conduct electricity. Sometimes when lightning strikes a utility pole, it can cause a power outage. Should this happen, our crews will of course respond. In fact, one of the first thing our linemen check is the insulator to look for black scarring. If they do find that it's been damaged, they'll remove the bad insulator and install a new one in its place as they work to restore power as safely and quickly as possible to our members. So yeah, that pretty much sums up the basics of insulators. So the next time you and your family find yourselves out and about and spot a utility pole, which, yeah, that's a pretty safe bet, you'll be able to tell them all about insulators. Or at least the one or two basic things I just covered. But getting back to the tie-in here, don't forget to include the code word and the number of times it was used in your lineman appreciation letter. Entries will be published in the April edition of Texas Co-op Power Magazine. There's a lot that goes into becoming a co-serve lineman, but the impact they have on homes and businesses all throughout our service area cannot be understated. So, if you do see a lineman, especially this month as Lineman Appreciation Day nears, be sure to thank them for their hard work and service. Great job. You had me a bit worried there with the uh, technical difficulties. Psh. I don't know what you're talking about. I was in total control. Now, excuse me while I wrap this up and slap a bow on it. 
As a meter of fact, it's brought to you by Coser, an electric and gas distributor. Oh. oh, heavens no! The system's overloading! Dude, I thought you had this. It's not me, it's the delay, it's just locking up. The whole system's going haywire. Well, I think this is a good time for me to leave. Alright, thanks for your help on the- Oh, yowie wow!